You know what had me weak, bro? That nigga, uh, Jamal Kennedy, bro. Y'all saw that? That joke me crying. <laughs> bro. They ain't do nothing for me, but I just watched it. Like, right. I think because we, uh, you ain't running to Jamal that much, didn't you? No. Oh, man. Well, he went to UAB? He went to, uh, so he actually went to Phillips. Mm-hmm. And he was a one. He was my elementary school. It's crazy. He went to Phillips, and he also went to uh, Davidson. Mm-hmm. So he played baseball with Tyler. It was so hilarious, bro. That man, <laughs> that man, <laughs> it's like a really like. Of course, him and his new staff is like joking, and they're doing like a combine, you know, because NFL combines up. So him and two of his coworkers, they did like a forty yard dash. <laughs> Boys, they said Jamal <laughs> clocked in at four two. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't, I ain't, I ain't like that shit at all. I ain't believe that shit. I said, yo, I don't think they Jamal. did that shit right. You were so weak, bro. They was like, "Dang, Jamal, you got to let's run against Henry Ruggs or something like that." He was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" He said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" This nigga ran a four two. No, yo, this nigga Jamal like a four two eight or four two nine. This nigga the news reporter, a sports broadcaster. Man. Bro, that was some wild shit. Oh my! Jamal, you the, different, bro. You introducing the episode? You already know. Let's do it. Y'all, what's up? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Views from the One Podcast. You already know, man. It's your boy booking this thing, man. To my right, bro, I got my boy Zach with me, man. Uh, Zach Tavius Vandross. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and X underscore exactly. All right, you already know, man. To my left, man, we got a special guest. My boy said in this thing, man. How you doing, man? Tell the people you're following, bro. Man, what's up, bro? I'm doing good, man. Uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, said King11. Yeah. Uh, I don't really miss the Twitter like that. So just Instagram. We'll put this shit in the bio. I ain't tripping. Trust, yeah, trust, yeah, trust. Yeah. And my name is Book, a.k.a. Uh, Book Nasty. A.k.a. <laughs> Be feasible, Bella Fonte, Delaciano, Bellwell. Oh, uh, you already know, man. Christian Casanova. <laughs> it's just views from the one podcast, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Book God, shysty. <laughs> Book shysty is crazy. Book shysty. I'm not really shysty, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is crazy. I beg the difference. We're going to get really shysty. We're going to get it back in love, man, for sure, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening, man. Shout out to Real Rebel Apparel, man. You already know how we rocking today, man. Shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to people that shout us out. Shout out to people that, you know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just hit us up, man. We love y'all, man. And Vibe Street. And shout out to Vibe and Street. Hey, Black Girl. Hey, and hey, for real like, though. Shout out to Vibe Street, bro. I love y'all. Yeah, bro. shout out to Vibe Street, man. We're cool with y'all, there, man. man. You already know, man. Black History Month is over, but we still celebrating Black History, baby. You already know, man. We celebrate Black. Trust. Wow. Only well, Black. Uh, that's really it? Nah, you just like Black. Ain't no wrong you know why? Let us celebrate it. Yeah, bro. You wear black pretty much every other day. Everything in this room is black. Besides the room. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know what you were gonna do. I saw what you looked at. I saw what you looked at. No. I saw what you were finna do. No. <laughs> Look at him. Hey, Alexa. Chill out. Shut off the damn light. Chill. Hey. Yeah. Damn it. See? Alexa, turn back on the damn light. But don't shout Fuck. out to, But don't shout out to Amazon because they're not paying us. But uh, why you even mention their name? Ooh. Uh but they did deliver my package today. It was two days late. <laughs> no, they be consistent though. I ain't gonna count with this. They 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 let you know like, yeah, your shit gonna be late, but don't worry about it. I yeah. just don't like it when they can't like drop off stuff uh at your door. 
I don't like it either. But we got like a mail room, so it just go there. A package yeah. center. Oh, that's good. But haven't they started like taking pictures though? Because I know uh, last time I did Amazon, a dude took a selfie with my package. He took a selfie. <laughs> he took a selfie no, with my package, nah, bro. They supposed to just like take a picture where they dropped your shit off. Hey, at. They ain't I, supposed to put their face in it. I mean, I got the text. I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm no. just doing like I'll just let you know I dropped your package off. But did you have to include you though? <laughs> nah, he didn't. But that nigga wanted you to know he did that shit with love. <laughs> he was having a good day. <laughs> he saw your joke and said, "Ah, uh, he sound cool. Let me just goddamn." <laughs> that nigga sucks your package in. Nah, no, you, you're right though, because he called <laughs> he me. Put that joke under the mat. They will never know. Yeah. That's just standing right there in plain sight, which is the man but over. You, but you know what? I appreciate Amazon, though, because they give you a call. They were like, hey, you know, are you home? And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not home. Like, well, do you got a time I can they come They be by? calling you? So, yeah, but they're courteous. Oh, yeah, I be using no, I your that. That's I'm exceptional sorry. customer service, bro. Nah, I, you I got a it. different Amazon than I got. Yeah, you got Amazon uh, I got Amazon Excel. Prime. You got Amazon Prime Plus yeah, Excel. Prime, bro. Same thing. Prime Plus Student Excel? Prime. Nah, no. you got Excel. <laughs> nah, then they got Prime Plus Excel. You got Amazon no. Platinum. No, man, they don't call y'all? No. Okay, bro, okay. Cheese is on. Hey, you you got a you got a different tax bracket than this. That's what. No, that no, yeah, no, yeah, bro, no, You are you are no, health, you, you are a health professional in this thing, bro. I'm in the same tax bracket as y'all, bro. I'm just out here grinding. I'm not in the same tax bracket as book, so I know you lying. I'm not saying what? Huh, wait. <laughs> I'm below y'all. What? No, you're not. I be, do, do you just do advocate y- like I, got it. I eat <laughs> beans and rice every day? You eat every day? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh. <laughs> Stop. You just had a meal before. You just had a meal before this podcast. Yeah, that was bro, my first you meal this week. You ate out. That's my first yeah. meal this week. What? <laughs> I might be. But <laughs> I, like, what? <laughs> I can't say no shit like that. Shout, my, my, my old lady be pissed off. Oh, she yeah, you she right. feed you, bro. Hold up, bro. Did she just cook you a meal? Dang. Which and one? you posted it? Like, did she just make you like a Sunday meal or something like that? Like uh, cornbread? You talking about the red beans and rice from some? From, that was from last week, but yeah. Oh, she do that out of kindness of her heart? Yeah, she do that out of love. Oh, see, she, <laughs> see my girl just do it because she know I need it. <laughs> Hugging the block! Hugging the, <laughs> the block hey, all day! day. <laughs> that boy will catch me down when we come here. Lord, have, she gave me a place to stay! <laughs> hey, shout out to Tony, though, man. Keep feeding my boy. Nigga, don't shout out my old lady. Oh, <laughs> nigga, fuck wrong with you? We gonna have to move some furniture in this bitch. <laughs> That's messed up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he told you you had a good one. <laughs> he told you, yeah, bro, you got a good one, man. <laughs> oh, no, not the... No, oh, no. Buddy, not the switchblade. Not the blade, man. When, when it is, became Just for niggas that get serious, because if I break a nail on your ass, I'm going to be furious. Ooh. But y'all... We're going to continue the dialogue. Shout out to Marika. Love you, baby. Oh, oh man. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> you start the dialogue. We start sweating. We brought that switchblade in it. Hey man, it's hot. I feel you. Hey man. Nah, real talk, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, man. We got a good pod ahead of y'all today, yes, man. You already know we uh, but so we got my boy Sid on today. Thank you. Appreciate. I know it, you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? First of all, thank you for listening to the pod, bro. We really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, bro. I love like we, it, bro. Like we be saying, bro, this is a pod for the people. You know what I'm saying? The knife, bro? <laughs> yeah, why you... <laughs> As you, Zach still got the switchblade out, if y'all don't know. I don't know, man. I, they got the footage right there. Hand here, bro. Everybody ain't able to get a home-cooked home? meal, bro. I'm, I'm just happy for you. You got two hands? A home-cooked meal. Did you make it? 
I might have some salmon. Reciprocity, brother. Oh, that's only, salmon. Fi- that's only 15. You made it. Yeah. So you bought out. You went to the grocery store. You still and bought it. it. Yeah, I ain't even know. So you got money. You yeah, put it in the oven for 15 minutes. No. Yeah, you got money. And you got time. Time is <laughs> no. That's crazy. I had to use the refund. I had to use my time. I had to use to no, I had to use the stimmy for that. What? Where did you get the fish from? I went to Aldi. I've heard it was cheaper over there. Mm. Oh, ain't you going? No, I, I just heard you. you I probably just you heard got it was money, fresh. bro. Like that. What kind of car you drive? Oh, snap. <sighs> y'all talking about cars. Yeah. What kind of car do y'all drive? I drive a four door sedan. Like, <laughs> 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 ain't your car newer than mine, boo? Huh? Ain't your car newer than mine? Huh? No. <laughs> what? What no. year you got? What year you got? What year is your car? I asked you. So first. you got a car. Don't you got so two? You That's crazy. Whip. Oh, <laughs> don't you got you two? Got two whips. Two. That don't count. What? Hey man, we got. Hey y'all, we got to continue this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that I'm just a, a humble servant. Um, as y'all know. <laughs> but now nah, I'm wearing two long sleeves, sweating in my house. <laughs> hey man, you brought the knife out, man. <laughs> you ain't put that knife down yet. <laughs> Niggas happy now. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. You, you got me. You, you, you me, figured me out. You call me red-handed. But now, nah, though, man, y'all nah. already know, man, this is a pod of the people, man. So appreciate listening to the pod, man. You know what I'm saying? This is something that me and Zach feel like. This is something that for y'all to listen to. You know what I'm saying? For y'all to enjoy. Um, of course, like, me, like, we striked it up as a group. You know what I'm saying? And... Something for y'all to enjoy. If y'all want to hop on, have some input or something like that, just let us know. Hit us up, man. You already know we got our links in the bios. You know what I'm saying? DM up the DM the page. Y'all uh, follow views from the one on Twitter and IG. I'm definitely gonna be pubbing. We definitely gonna be pubbing some more. You already know, man. So, but appreciate hopping on, bro. <clears throat> you want to talk about that whole uh, be Simone thing, bro? Like, what 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 you want to input, bro? Because I do got some more input on that because <clears throat> we talked about it. Last podcast, didn't it? Yeah. Two weeks go by fast. No okay. cap. So yeah. we talked about like how she had the rhetoric going. Uh, of course, she passed, like, you know what I'm saying, got back out of nowhere and was just talking like, hey, you shouldn't be trying to get, uh, she was basically talking to the women saying you can't be trying to get a six-figure uh, type of guy if you. You can't get a <laughs> six-figure nigga. If he, <laughs> if he ain't yes, got, and, but you only got like $10 in your account, you know what I'm saying? You can't be. Like, basically, just basically all that. Can't you know? have unrealistic expectations. Essentially. And, um... Even though nothing is really unrealistic when it comes to that type of shit. Exactly. But, you know, she was talking about, like, you want yeah. a guy that's fit, but you, you know what I'm saying? This, it, it was real crazy. Well, how, how you feel about that, bro? Man, honestly, I feel like a lot of people hating because I ain't see nothing wrong with what she said. For real? Because, you know, I feel like a lot of women still feel some type of way about her because of the book thing, the whole manifest book thing. They the one that bought it. But they bought it though. You you right. So she sold your product and you you bought it. Yeah. But my thing is when she got on Instagram making mm. sense, all of a sudden she was a bitter celebrity trying to get because the women went on her side no more. She's like, oh, so now she's trying to get the men. But I be feeling like, bro, she just saying what every male say because really women say the same thing. A, a woman ain't gonna date no broke man. You know, like think about it, if a woman got made eighty grand a year or hundred six figures a year, she ain't gonna want to date no man that's making thirty. 40, this is being realistic, because she going to be like, we ain't on the same level. Typically, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I'm saying, I ain't saying all women think like that, but I'm saying like <laughs> from, 
Oh no, I, we know I, what you're saying, bro. We ain't, yeah. We so, ain't like for me though, I just like okay, what was wrong with what she said though? Because I mean, you can't. But my thing is though, you can't be making twelve dollars an hour and you want Dior. You can't even go buy the Dior for yourself. So why? So why would you want a man who get it for you? Well, why would a man want it? All right. <clears throat> so my thing about it being, because I feel like yeah, you can. Well, here's the thing. I just see it so. I just see it so often where people get partners and get in relationships with people that are not in the same tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Not even just talking about money, but also as far as like just um, intangible stuff, like patience. You know what I'm saying? Kindness. The way they talk and stuff like that. We see it all the time. We start to see some healthy relationships that's like that. It ain't from your spectrum. I don't feel like there's nothing wrong from that side, but. It's the other side I'm looking at. It's like, dang, what if I do want someone that makes more money than me? You can't just say that they can't get that person because they don't have the same amount of money. On the low, if we're going super deep, it's almost classes. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I'm saying that right, right? <clears throat> classes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah classes. Like, like, keep, like, all people with money stay right here. All people that broke stay broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. If, we're, if I'm going super deep, but even if I'm not going deep, let's just go to so surface. Let's go like, Mad surface. Let's say, ain't I supposed to date up? If I cheat, ain't I supposed to cheat up? Correct. If if I'm trying to goddamn get a job, ain't I supposed to lie on my resume, fool? I'm like, what you mean? That nigga will say, ain't I supposed to? Like, we tell people that all the time, like, go up. You but know I, what I'm saying? I have a question, though. So, okay. Gotcha. Is, okay, so it's what we see on Instagram and Twitter all day, every day. You, you can't get on Instagram and Twitter without seeing this. It's them posts like some, somebody's son and me. So mm-hmm. it's like most women want to be taken out on a lavish vacation, you know, somewhere, a private island, blah, blah, blah. So it's like they have these aspirations for the men, but it's like, can you, but can you provide the same? Yeah. Well, and just, just speaking <clears throat> to my experience, they post stuff like that, but they never really do post like how it's, how they supposed to attain that. So yeah, you could aspire for those types of things, but I know there's some women who are willing to, you know, put in the work to achieve that with somebody. <clears throat> and it's some women who righteous just do want somebody to come into their life and, you know, be able to provide to provide all that for them. But I think what what happened? Oh, that's boo. That's boo boo. Okay. But <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he went like that after I said it. Oh <laughs> shout, out, shout out to our producer Kenny. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out to Kenny. Out, boy, out, Kenny's bro. on the one and two. But I'm gonna shout you out more. I'm sorry, bro. Shout out to Kenny on the ones and twos, man. Sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, like a lot of times people don't really speak as to how they, you know, would like to attain these things. But I think it's easy to assume that that's what they mean nowadays just because of the social media environment that we're in. Yeah. And that's what, like, you'll see a lot of them post. Like, I, I like the points you brought up about, like, people saying that they want Dior and all this type of stuff. Or they want somebody to buy this stuff for them, but can they even purchase that themselves? Right. I right. think it's okay to want stuff like that. But the realistic expectation is, do you expect someone to get that for you? You can want it, but do you expect it? Mm. That's different. Mm. Your wants and your expectations Mm. are two different things. Mm. But it's it's like nowadays, a lot of people are putting out these uh, boyfriend applications. So it's like, (laughs) send your pay stuff in. So it's like... Well, damn. <laughs> Nigga, I mean, you don't know how many times I done lied with a pay stub. <laughs> I done lied hella times with a pay stub. I will flip a pay stub and make you think I made 30 bands a year. I worked overtime those two weeks. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't flip a pay stub crazy. Hey, yeah. look, life advice. If you ever trying to apply for an apartment, 
make sure before you apply, you work some OT in your shifts, and then you give them nose pay stuff so they can go off of that. Because that's going to be a big difference than what you probably make on a regular. You probably can do the same thing buying a house, could you? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, hey, free game, bro. And if free you game. get like student refunds and shit like that, put that into your yearly tax bracket. Like, yeah. you could just prove, hey, I made this this year. Okay, they made it this year. They ain't got to know that that's the last time FAST was paying you. Do your thing, though. No. You trying to get a house. Roof above your head. Thing. Whatever the fuck it is. Whatever type of refund you get, put it on up. Yeah. And I always go with the gross amount, not the net. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I watched the video and everything, bro. And I, I, I just never really did. I watched it because <laughs> I wanted to see what the fuss was about. So I was like, bro, I really don't see what she said that was wrong, bro. I don't even like, know where to find the video at. I'm not gonna lie to you. But that. I'm saying though, like, you, you, the thing with me, bro, I feel like black women are their biggest supporters, like of each other. But God, if you get on their bad side, bro, it's like they, everything you say is like, oh no, nah, that's wrong, that's wrong. You just clout ch- chasing. You a pick me now, you know? Like they like be Simone just trying to be a pick me, and I'm like, bro. Nah. I I will say that the tone was off because. And especially they're aware, they're aware that she just got in a relationship. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying? It was almost talking down, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And plus, it was also she was saying that because it's right. And here's another thing, too. I feel like what she's saying wasn't like what she's saying in essence ain't wrong per se, only because. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I feel like it's wrong in a sense because. You technically don't. Like, it's mad rich guys that will get someone that doesn't have the same tab record. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's mad women, you know what I'm saying, that's getting... Because, like, it's, like, cause who, who defies the standard of beauty? Who, does, who, 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 who decides on that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who, who defines said, what who, people are attracted yeah, to? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, who defines right. who yeah. should be with this and who should be with that? That's why I feel like it's wrong, yeah, but I get what she's saying, but here's the thing. In the... What she's saying about here's the problem. Okay, because also shout out to Ant, my boy Ant, you on Moore's Bastards. My old Bastards, right? Y'all make sure y'all tune in. Y'all tune time. in, y'all tune in. He was saying that like mm-hmm. it's definitely ain't wrong, especially as far as like looking forward, like yourself. Right. Like if you want somebody, yeah, if you want financial stability, go and get it for yourself. That's mm-hmm. for yourself, though. You know what I'm saying? That's for you. If you want Dior, go out and do stuff. To you. you can get Dior. Right. But as far as doing it in a relationship, she technically ain't wrong. She's technically wrong, bro, because you can literally get somebody. The picking going to be smaller. Yeah. The picking going to be smaller, but you can definitely get oh, yeah, people that's yeah. not technically in your tax bracket or in your same like body goals or beauty standards and stuff like that. Man, it happens all like, the time, bro. Like I was saying, like it's okay to want stuff like that, but when you set it as an expectation, you can't even provide it for yourself. Yeah. Like if I want a stable home, I should have a stable home by myself first. Right. And then mm. whenever I do get with someone else, they should be able to step into my stable home and make it even more stable. Exactly. It shouldn't be some shit that happens like out of whack. I shouldn't have to change and compromise with I was already used to, mm-hmm. and it's an aspiration of what I was used to if I don't want to, like, mm-hmm. with yeah. someone else coming in. And I like how you said that, too, because not even, like, as far as even making, like, a stable home, um, you got to have the desire to want to do that. You know right. what I'm saying? You got to have the desire to want to be financially stable. Just having that desire alone, yes, you definitely. So if she was talking about that, like, mm-hmm. having that hustle, maybe that in, the intangibles, oh, I, com- I completely agree with them. But what if they ain't there yet? I, I feel you like, know what I'm saying? Like, cause 
what if you do got to drive to like you know what I'm saying like yeah. be a doctor and stuff like that, but you ain't a doctor now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean your value. That means you shouldn't be less valued. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, it just means it's a work in progress. Maybe somebody else can come along and help you get to that point. And I feel like that's what relationships are all about. You know, like, I mean, two imperfect people coming together to make the perfect situation mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, I just feel like maybe her tone was wrong. Right. She do have a crazy tone, bro. So, like, yeah. but if you can look past the tone, you could be like, all right, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like you said, on, on the other end, though, you can see where she wrong, too, at the same time. So, yeah. I mean, it, it all makes sense. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, more of this conversation. Don't expect from somebody else what you can't provide for yourself. Right. And if you don't do, expect. it's okay to want that shit from someone else, but don't expect it. If a motherfucker wasn't having Dior bags, and then I started getting her Dior bags, and then she came in and was like, I want the new Dior bag. Where is that one at? <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't, it yeah, crazy. don't, do, don't do that codependency, man. Like, make sure nah. that person can do for themselves, you know, before you introduce them to a lifestyle, unless that's what you're into, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, taking care of somebody, be like, you ain't gotta do nothing. I'm, I'm gonna do it all for you. And like Book said, there's people out there that do that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like, hey, if you if you able to get that, go get your bag, baby. All power to the wood if I could, but the way my tax bracket like set, set up. up oh they, yeah, man. The way the car set up. I would say the way my I would say the way my goals align right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta you know, grind to catch me in some years. Yeah, facts. Matter of fact, Tony, just stay right there. We'll, yeah, I'm about to say, same. <laughs> Real, but um, also my my two cents is that while you're if you want to be in a relationship, <laughs> <laughs> what well, I switch, but can wow, the camera right there. <laughs> this for the people know. that just listen on the pod. I don't know why they, they didn't keep, click. I don't know why he keep putting out the switchblade on me. Well, <laughs> I ain't do nothing. The nigga shout out my old lady. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> We got to clear the table at this spot. Hey, you know, when you, we, hey, we, we, oh, hey, you're a nigga out of this motherfucker. That's about he, it. He mad because I'm shouting out my nigga, man. Hey, you know, hey keep I my appreciate nigga, the respect. Keep my nigga fed, man. You know, like, I'm happy, bro. Hey, hey, I appreciate the respect, but don't disrespect me in here either. Don't disrespect <laughs> me in here. No, <laughs> don't no disrespect me in here. <laughs> Shit. I got damn on beating up that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what you were saying. <laughs> my, my my takeaway advice is if you're not in a relationship but you're looking for a relationship right now, just like continue to work on yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Build yourself up. Man. Yeah, continue to work on yourself. Can you build yourself up, man? It's fine. Um, <laughs> righteous. Like Miss G. Yeah. He, he the one he, the person who's gonna listen to this, he'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you though. Shout out to Mr. G. Miss G? No, Miss G. Miss G. Shout out yeah. to Miss G. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, moving on, bro. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so I listen to, I watch this podcast. Um, I think y'all watch it too. Uh, I am athlete podcast for sure. Yeah, One yeah. Of my favorite. Podcasts I fool right with now. it. Uh, of course they record at House of Athletes, made by Brandon Marshall. Uh, Chapter Cinco. Fred. We had to fight to get oh, a deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Niggas don't like that song, by the way. Fight to get a deal. I didn't know niggas didn't like that song. I fool with it. I ain't got no issue with it, but it's not some shit I'm gonna go listen to. <laughs> we gotta fight to get a meal. Wrongfully <laughs> accused. <laughs> well, yeah. Fred Taylor, Channing Crowder. Um, they had a podcast. I haven't not watched it yet, but uh, I seen yeah. snippets of it. I watched the whole episode. Yeah, I, I, I watched snippets of it. Um, but from from what from the clips and uh, yeah, please if um. Mm-hmm. Please explain. But from the clip that was going around, I think it was like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, of course, you can tell like emotions was like coming out mm-hmm. at that on that clip. And um they were explaining how 
as men, as black men, it's kind of difficult to like get into those settings and like talk to each other about emotional stuff and about deep stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they were talking about, correct? That's right. what I was getting. Well, so <clears throat> you know, Brandon Marshall is big on mental health, and big the biggest you know proponent of the conversation was doing check-ins, pretty much checking in on every member of the podcast. Of course, it's gonna get different once you get to Ocho Cinco because his mom recently passed away. Yeah. yeah. So they asked him on a scale of one to ten what he was at, and he was like, "I'm at a seven. And everyone else was pretty much saying they were at like a ten or something like that. So cool. They asked him what he meant by he was at a seven. He was like, "You know, my mom just passed away and all this type of stuff." He started explaining, uh, you know, the recent troubles and you know mental struggles that he had been going through with that because it grief is something that's gonna take a lot out of anybody thanks yeah, what thanks. <clears throat> shout out to one division because that shit like it gave a perfect uh explanation as to what grief is grief is nothing but persevering love so it's you can't grieve over something that you didn't love mm-hmm. so i feel like that's a perfect definition but moving forward he Spoke about, you know, how he had his grandmother for however long, and then his mom was everything that he had left, and then he lost her. And, you know, things just got emotional based off of that conversation. Brandon Marshall was crying because Ocho Cinco was crying. Yeah. And uh, Channing Crowder was basically asking, why don't we have these conversations more often? Like, why don't we, yeah. you know, preserve spaces to talk about our feelings and do all this type of stuff? And him and Fred Taylor were like, well, it's because being football players, you know, we grew up to supposed to be gladiators, warriors. Like, when we step on that field, we're not supposed to feel no pain. And yeah. it's ways that you can transfer that from the field into your actual personal life. And I feel like just being a man or being a boy, everything is bred you up to be the same way. Right. You're not supposed to react to everything. You're yeah. not supposed right. to show that you have feeling on yeah. a lot yeah. of things. And I feel like some of that is healthy to a certain degree. Because it does, you know, help to sculpt you and, you know, mold you into a stronger individual. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it also can be detrimental if you feel like you can't ever show that side with someone or a group of people. Right. So uh, I guess for me, the biggest takeaway is I think I don't really like the think pieces that were coming oh, along I with it. Oh, I hated the think pieces that were coming with it. Yeah, because it's like I hated the caption when Homeboy retweeted it. Like men don't have these spaces. Like I, I we do have those spaces. Like yeah, I, they I exist. Hated, but yeah, I hated that. Like broad but like widespread. Maybe men don't have those spaces. Yeah, I feel like it's a trust factor because you you gotta be able yeah. to trust. You gotta be able to trust another man, black man, to be able to create that type of space. Cause right. I mean, I'm saying like us. I'm pretty sure we could have that type of conversation. You mm-hmm, feel yeah. me? Because I feel like we all trust each other in this room. Mm-hmm. But like we ain't trust each other. You know, like ain't no space for that. You know, I ain't about to open up to you. Right. Yeah. How facts, I am facts, facts. And stuff right. like that. Because like, you know, it's it's a bunch of factors that go into that. Like yeah. just comfortability is number one. Yeah. So for sure. Like the way you niggas even come around each other is who's to say I feel comfortable around this person. Now I feel like with me personally, I know I feel more at ease speaking to women about things that I might be going through in my life, just because they're a little bit more emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. and you know I feel more comfortable around a woman. Like she can't really use this against me, like in a way that could hurt me the same way uh, a male could, right? Yeah, or yeah, like it's it's a different factor at hand. She could say some shit to hurt me, but 
it's really just saying some shit. Nah, you know, I actually agree with that because yeah. I, I feel like whenever I'm going through something and I'm mm-hmm. actually able to talk to like a female of my mom or mm-hmm. a female that's my friend, you feel me? Like I feel way more comfortable opening up showing my emotional side, my sensitive side to them because like you said, you can never use this against me. But it's like if I'm around the boys, you know, or my bros, it's like, dang. Like, I really can't be soft because, you know, I don't want this junk to get used against me. You feel me? I think somebody could take advantage of yeah, me. Yeah, because so. yeah, sometimes niggas just get yeah. the popping out of place. Like, yeah, they'll like, just say some shit. They probably didn't even think it was that deep. But yeah. when I told you that, you taking this shit as a joke, I don't want to communicate this shit to you anymore. Right. Because you exactly. treat this shit like it is a joke. So I wouldn't do that. That's just me, though. Yeah. But I was to say, personally, me, um, I've definitely started like I can actually like say I've like opened up um like I learned how to cuz all right backtracking but um I feel like a reason why a lot of guys don't do it especially black men is because we don't know what it looked like you know what I'm saying I personally didn't know what it looked like it sounds stupid that you don't what, what you mean you don't know what it looked like I didn't know like how to talk to a person about that. Like I didn't know how to vent or open up something that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Didn't have no image of it. We didn't know what it looked like. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The most you had, especially in school, was you spent most of your time at was a guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. You never went to the guidance counselor. I don't even know what my guidance counselor name is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't even think Scarborough had a guidance counselor. Expect, yeah, and like no, we did. Shout out Miss Williams. Miss K Williams. Man, shout out to her. Um, WP Davidson. I'm, I'm sorry I don't know you. <laughs> but uh trying to thank my guys counselor, man. Yeah, high school. They were high school. They were nice though. And a lot <laughs> happens in high school. Yeah, like yeah. a lot happens yeah. in high school. And not only that, you start to also mentally develop. Of course, women develop faster than others, but wait, even in that regard, that's a wild concept to like so for a high school student to have one guidance counselor. It's like Fam. 400, 300. It's Fam. hundreds of students being designated right. to one person. And this one person supposed to be able to keep everybody on track about their shit. Nah, that's not. Fam. It's saying like Fam. a tall task to ask, bro. For real. That's some bullshit. It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then, but shot, but here's the thing, too. Shout, shout out to the people that try. Shout out to, ooh, they don't get paid enough. Bro, shout out to teachers. Shout out to social workers. Because my, uh, my auntie, she a social worker, bro. Shout out like, to good ones. I'm not going to count because there's some people that genuinely don't give a fuck. Yeah, bro. Because, like, you know, social workers, bro, like, they, they essentially are adult guidance counselors, bro. Like, for yeah. people out there who, yeah. who are struggling yeah. and they don't get recognized enough, bro. So, shout out to y'all, bro. But even what's also kind of, I wouldn't even oh, say yeah. messed up, but also, and I don't know how it works, but what about the students that it doesn't seem like nothing's wrong? Mm-hmm. Two family, two, like, two parents in there, two parents at the home. Mm-hmm. They good grades, mm-hmm. um, probably just doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? They probably got a scholarship here. Or they probably just looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they need someone to talk to as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of hard to, because you got people that are really going through more than that. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. still need someone to talk to. And it's, I didn't know what that looked like. So moving forward, when it starts me talking to others, I learned and I finally saw what it looked like around sophomore year of college, junior year of college, start opening up more and stuff like that. Um, personally, my preference, anybody that's close to me. You know what I'm saying? Anybody mm-hmm. close to me, anybody that's trust. So men or women, it, it, it don't matter. I usually find myself um, opening up more to men, mm-hmm. per se, personally, just because like, it's almost like a, kind of like a 
relatability thing. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like it's different dynamics to it because mm-hmm. it's some conversations like I definitely could have this with a woman, but then it's some conversations like I rather talk to my partners about this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like if I was talking about things that you know coming of age, things that's going to turn me into a man. I want to talk to other people who's in the same predicaments as me. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk to my woman about my right. manhood type of shit. Like mm-hmm. that ain't really something that you could advise me on, mm-hmm. so to speak. I, I was gonna say, uh, I will say this though. We, you know, we talk about people who who have somebody to talk to. A lot of times, it's the people who feel like they don't have nobody to talk to. You know, and uh, true. More recently, I, hell, I throw myself in the equation, bro. Like. 2019, 2020, bro, as a man, bro, I had my first breakdown in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think from the pressures of, you know, growing up, you're supposed to hold everything in, you feel me? I'm so, I was taught to hold everything in, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't show nobody that you weak. And it's like, it got so overbearing that it was like, dang, bro, like, I'm just lashing out, bro. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But it's like from all those all those years of, like you said, being man, we taught to, like, be strong. Yeah. You know, essentially like football player, bro. Don't don't show nobody you weak because they're gonna take advantage of it. All right. And it's like once you start lashing out, it's like, dang, bro, it's just something you just gotta let pass. Cause it's like, I don't know, I ain't never felt this emotion ever, bro. So I I feel for the people who feel like there's nobody to talk to. Yeah. And even like even though women would be quick to, you know, say patriarchy is responsible for this, man, you're responsible for these right. types of uh spaces that aren't safe enough for you to speak. Okay. In the same regard, women also appreciate men who not going to always have something to say or don't always express their emotions. They don't always want to hear some man talk about his, you know, daily troubles and his daily struggles. They want someone who they can come vent to and they feel like they can place their burdens on and watch that shit get handled. Right. Like a lot of times women don't, they'll be like, yeah, it's okay for you to talk this stuff out and blase, blase. But ultimately, I need you here to support me. Whenever I'm going through some shit, I support you too, but I don't want you to always be in your feelings. Yeah, that was another thing, piece I didn't like because um, I also don't like patriarchy in this sense, like especially the problems that most women have against it. Like I'm, I'm with you, you know, so we got a problem against it. Let's come together and let's like tear it down. But where did that come from? Like, where did that come from as far as having men having a space like to talk? Like, where did that? I don't see this that is, interfered. This is my thing about patriarchy. Yeah, it's a word. It's a word that people have used to build a social construct out of. It's, yeah. it's a social construct, just like race is. Like race wasn't a thing until you know people moved into different continents of the world, and then mm-hmm. everybody had to adapt to shit. Ultimately, we all got the same DNA. It's just different forms and variations of it. Yeah. Right. So, whenever white people started saying they're lesser than us. They use that to their advantage. Cool. I get it. Whenever people talk about patriarchy, at one point, it was chivalry. Chivalry, at one point, was like, we do all these great things, women, yada, yada. Then once it became more and more negative, they added in, this is what patriarchy is. Men do whatever the hell they want to oppress women or suppress women and do so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Women do shit, too. Why is there no matriarchy? It doesn't exist because I feel like as men or as women, they not focused on that shit. We not either. But right. to call out the faults in another gender, it's easier to say that it's due to patriarchy. I feel like it's, I feel like it's easier, especially black the black male man. I, I 
y'all never see it gets put on one race than us because it's so easy to call us out for our faults mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's crazy because I like, I can see a woman in a video do the same exact shit. Mm-hmm, and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, sis, not gonna get go, the same off, go off, sis. Yeah. It's celebrated over there. But it's like, when we do it, it's like, nah, you know, like that nigga ain't shit. You know, right. like, <laughs> and I yeah. and I get it 100%. But my main right. thing is, I feel like what happens is they'll, when patriarchy benefits people, they'll mm-hmm. say, they probably won't even call it patriarchy. When patriarchy doesn't benefit people or, you know, make someone feel away, they quick to say, this is what patriarchy is. Really, it's a word. It's good things about men, it's bad things about men, it's good things about women, it's bad things about women, and right. any gender in between. Whatever the fuck. So I got a question. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this because. So, do y'all think that black men can really win on social media? And the reason I say that, it's the reason I say that. So, think about this. You know, Chad Johnson and, you know, them boys, they put out a real sensitive video. And them boys are being genuine. Mm-hmm. And you would think, like, yeah, that need to be celebrated because we need more black men talking about their feelings. You know, right. we Thanks. need more black men because. Especially celebrities ah, putting it out. I see out. what you're saying. And, I see what you're saying. Then, yeah, yeah. I see where more, you're going. And one more thing to add on to that, what you said earlier was, um, you know, how women say, you know, like, we don't all, they don't always want to have a man talking about their worries and their troubles. And it's like, okay, we don't have enough spaces for men to talk about that. So maybe talking to our woman is the only way to really get that stuff off our chest, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel it's a double-edged sword, you feel me? Because I feel like Chad Johnson, they, they should have been celebrated for that. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do celebrate. Like, it's messed up. You were saying, like, you didn't even know what, that, what a conversation like that would look like. There's a blueprint right there for anyone who Facts. doesn't know. Right. Facts. But... Uh, they definitely should be celebrated because that's a vulnerable last conversation. Me personally, I'm not sure that I put my personal business out there like that, even though it is something that everyone is aware of. Like right. we know that man going through something, but we just didn't expect for there to be a conversation about it. At least I didn't. Right. But I just feel like since the video since the video got that type of feedback, it's like, well, damn, will he ever do that again? Cause it's like this man really opened up. You know, people destroy that man for it, you know? Well, I don't know if they were, like, personally attacking them. Yeah. They definitely wasn't attacking them. I but it was it was a concept. And also, it was, seems like it was more aimed to black men and men. So, yeah. Like, yeah, it was like a... It's foul because, like... Well, my bad, you want No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, listening. It's foul because, okay... We bring, we shed some light on, like, damn, we don't have these spaces to speak out and all this right. type of stuff. It's like we're in the process of finding out why we don't have these things, how we can get better at this, and then you see other people come in, and it's like, you don't have this shit because y'all don't create these safe spaces. Y'all don't feel uh, vulnerable enough to talk about this shit, yada, yada, yada. Like, when I'm trying to figure some shit out, that wouldn't yeah. be the right tone to come across for me. And think with some shit like that. And like think piece it to death and like thinking about, well, hold up. Well, I thought we did. I thought we had places like this and places like that, like places like barbershops. Then I saw some guy come in and say, Oh, what you mean, bro? Ain't no barbershop, bro. We all all, all I'm hearing is sports talks and homophobia. And it's like, yo, yo, what? Like, no, bro. Like, we this is a space. And, and of course, this definitely ain't something that I'm well, I feel like the black to answer your question, I feel like the black man ever win um on social media. I feel like, yeah. Um, it doesn't come that often, but but yeah. I feel like it's, I don't, I don't, like, gotta, I, I don't gotta say. But, it, but to be you, real, you but to be honest though, to, no. Here's my thing though. I say that with this. Uh-huh. 
Well, I feel like anything wins on Twitter. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like nothing wins on Twitter. So yeah, that's black men care. don't win on Twitter because nothing wins on Twitter. Nothing productive happens. People to pe- for a conversation for something we was talking about before we start strike up the podcast. We was talking about um healthcare and how the uh, nurse has to listen to the doctor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm ooh. okay. Notice how. Yes, sir. <laughs> Notice how you said y'all was not finna get nowhere in the conversation because you was having a conversation with a young lady, right? Um, about uh nurses and doctors, right? How and she was saying, Well, nurses know more than doctors. And he was like, Whoa, 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 you know what I'm saying, right? And you know, of course, like it's like, Yo, man, that that you tripping, like you know what I'm saying, that's neither here nor there, that's neither here nor neither there. there, right? That's what goes on on Twitter. Two things happen on Twitter, bro, you either there to inform or perform. I agree. A big thing when it comes to working out something and working out something, you don't perform. You ain't gonna work on you ain't gonna work on that if you just up there performing. Yes, informing works, but you know, a third thing is listening. Mm-hmm. Another thing is stepping back. Another thing is like, okay, I see where you're going. Working, talking through something, working out. They don't happen on Twitter. No. So yeah, nothing ain't gonna win. Nothing, nothing wins on Twitter. If you're looking for answers on Twitter, nah, you just is there to because you want to get something off. Right. Even if you're tweeting to somebody. You're just trying to get something off, man. Also, because you can always find someone to agree with you, like on Twitter. And you're going to always find somebody to disagree, disagree with, you. with you. And it's like, it's not doing that. You nothing, can always bro. find it. Yeah. yeah, whatever you're looking for, like positive or negative, you can find this shit on Twitter or social media or the internet, whatever the fuck. But yeah. I feel like another big thing about just having safe spaces for men is that I feel like a lot of niggas lack the depth to talk about shit that may be bothering them. Like, I feel like a lot of men don't want to be vulnerable in spaces and speak about some troubles like they may be having. Like, for instance, if we came in here and we had a conversation about financial struggles, why well, I want to talk to y'all niggas about my money? For what? I mean, that's true. It's, I mean, you, it's a lot of niggas that think that way. No, no, no. I was actually finna ask you about that, but you can keep going, though. No, well, I mean, me, personally, I ain't got no issue with you. Like, any game that I got, I'll tell you. Like, niggas can ask me day in and day out how you feel about credit cards. Don't do that shit. I just shot myself in the foot a couple times. <laughs> don't do not do it. But, yeah. like, I'm comfortable enough to have those types of conversations with people. It don't hurt me or it doesn't phase me to, you know, be transparent about that shit. It probably is some other topics that would be, especially if I get to talking and I feel misunderstood. Because... I was speaking about this with like a, a, a parent group that I was having at my internship and shit. People feel isolated when they feel misunderstood. I know I have. It is what it is. But the way that I handle feeling misunderstood might be different from the way someone else does. Mm-hmm. So with a group of people, black men in a lot of spaces, because I know there's a lot of black men who <clears throat> do feel misunderstood. Like, right. we go to work, and we're expected to be some type of Superman. You can do whatever the fuck you got to get done. We're not going to pay you enough to do it, but we know you can get the job done. You're going to do what we ask. Exactly, just right. because you work here already. Right. We don't give a fuck about how you feel about it. And then you come home, and you probably got to deal with some other burden and shit, probably dealing with your bills because you underpaid, all this type of shit. You can't provide for your loved ones the way you might want to. It's another burden on top of that. It's different levels to that shit. And you 
probably just feel misunderstood because this person don't understand your work troubles. Your work don't understand your home troubles. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody really give a fuck on either side, or maybe they don't give enough of a fuck on either side. Yeah. So, that's, that's that person start compartmentalizing shit. Yeah, you, know, you com- yeah. you compartmentalize because no one genuinely will understand you. And the right. people who are around you, like your partners, for example, you might not see the same experiences that, or you might view their experiences and you might assume that they wouldn't understand. Right. And that's going to lead to a further disconnect. But you won't really know until you sit down and have a conversation. But based off an assumption, you might not want to. Because with, with, with that point right there, it's like anytime my brothers, it's like if y'all had issues or whatnot, mm-hmm. I might not really understand the full scope of it. But I try to be like, all right, my experience ain't his experience. So let me try to at least see, you know, if he can open up to me a little bit to mm-hmm. put me in his world to know what he's going through. Because I have been through that. Where I'm trying to compartmentalize stuff, just put it in, in a box. And it's like, nah, bro, like, it ain't healthy because, you know, like eventually you're going to lash out, mm-hmm. you know. But that's what a lot of black men do. Um, I was going to ask you, because you had touched on that and you also touched on something earlier about like, um, about basically, why would I um talk to you about this mm-hmm. if you have no experience in this stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a barrier? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, if, I per- but it's a percept it's a perceptive barrier because I feel like a lot of people would assume that's just like me. I I say for a fact, like me talking to a white person about black people issues. The fuck y'all gonna tell me about me? Of course, I'm going to have that stigma and it exists, but maybe they could hit me or something. I don't know. But typically, I'm not going to be too, you know, I'm not going to be too prompt about going out and seeking a conversation with a white person about some shit dealing with black people issues because you probably wouldn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, do y'all feel like it's like a good barrier? It's a barrier that prevents you from communicating. Um, Okay. But, but you don't feel like it's like... It depends on what you want. Yeah. Personally, me, um, when it comes to taking advice, facts, I'm definitely like, hey, if you want advice from people, like if you want a relationship advice, yeah, no duh, ask somebody in a relationship. If you want mm-hmm. marriage advice, ask somebody in a marriage. Don't ask somebody that's not in a marriage or doesn't want to be married. Mm-hmm. Good advice really isn't even advice. But continue. Huh? Good advice really isn't even advice. What is it? It's good advice to me is someone, because this is what they tell us, and like, you know, I mean, you therapizing with people, like mm-hmm. psychologizing and shit. You don't tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. You pretty much just help them list out their own options and guide them to. I try to guide people to a decision that I think is the best. Like, I'll say, okay, this happens with this decision, this happens with this decision, and this happens with this decision. Mm-hmm. I know which one I would go for, but which one best suits your case? Three ultimatums. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. So the reason I feel like, so I'm not against the way how y'all feel because it's definitely how y'all feel. I agree with I agree with that too. Yeah, like I feel like that's great. Um, great advice is to never give advice because at the end of the day, people look back at you and be like, "You told me to do that shit." A lot of times when people have relationship problems or whatnot they, they'll oh i just say relationship problems when people have relationship problems like say like i go to book and i'll be like hey book what should i do you know you yeah. telling me what to do 
So yeah. it's like, dang, you know, if I go do what you told me to do, you can be like, man, that shit ain't working. Yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off at books, so yeah. now I'm ready to fight. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, bro. So I see what you're saying, bro. Like, and, and a lot of times that's why people fail, bro, because. You telling this person what you would have did, and that not that ain't gonna work for the next person. That situation is always different, right? Yeah, so with that, so add that into it. My question is, like, I think I know why, but it's like I feel like it's a negative thing, not talking to somebody about it off the conception that they might not know or they might not understand. It is, um, yeah, because. If you talk, if you don't talk to anyone, or if it's an issue with someone in particular, I feel like it's an issue. I would say those in particular, yeah, but I say those are different. But if it's something about, what I always say, what what I've always been thinking is, especially if it's something that's just about how you feel, Mm -hmm. which can be very detrimental if it's all bottled up. Mm -hmm. I feel like you should let anyone that's willing to hear it, like, like open up. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta let it. Out. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, of course, anyone willing to hear it and not harm you with that information. Yeah. Facts, facts. Like you facts. have to get a wise counsel. And to be real with you, before we even, and I'm glad you said that. I feel like before we even, and I'm not shaming people that don't have wise counsel. I feel like it's definitely be like you know how like we go out and we try our best to get this. Like, if I'm trying to like make sure my apartment's straight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and get a, a toolbox, go out and get a drill. I'm going to go out and get this. You know what I'm saying? Stuff, huh? stuff like that. Well, as far as like your mental health, and as far as just you being a person, like you should go out and get, be surround yourself with wise counsel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have that in that your toolbox. Yeah, going to, like, even if they, like just go to someone even like, because we say that, you know what I'm saying? We go to our mothers and stuff like that. I know I go to my mother. Um, or we go to like people in our family and stuff like that. They not professionals. They're not professional therapists or nothing like that. But they listen. They got like your best interest at heart. So you should I I personally feel like if you're a person, that, that should be something that's should be number one on your priority list as far as just life. Just surrounding yourself with wise counsel. Not in the sense of whole oh, they gotta be this or they gotta be that. But in this whole sense of they're willing to listen, they just have my best interest at heart. They can be like if you're looking at it from a status wise, they can be poor. Like they can be poor. They can not even be in the same type a of job. A poor person can tell you everything not to do. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying like I heard that. For yeah, like just like I would say, just surround. I feel like it was the most important thing, especially when talking to folks, is just making sure that they have your best interest at heart. You know what I'm saying? Unconditional and, love. Like just having that unconditional love, and they're willing to listen. You know what I'm saying? And and. Cause I do feel like we have, cause we ha- we're prideful. Men are prideful. Mm-hmm. Black men are prideful. Yeah. Like men, men are prideful. Like so, we feel like, dang, well, I can't talk to them about this because he not this. And it's like, no, nah, bro, you gotta open up because that guy that you feel like is not this is probably that and more can't help your breakthrough. You know what? I'm a, I'm a it victim. Probably, of that. It can probably help your breakthrough. Yeah. So I'm a victim of that. That's why you're right. a victim. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I do that. I do that. I, I do that sometimes. I, I can't even lie, bro. I be like, you know, he he not this, you know. So why would I go talk to him about this? It's like, what what can you tell me? But yeah. You know, yeah. Now of course, use your discernment. Like, of course, don't go to someone that like don't go to someone that's legit. You've seen them time and time again, like be immature about stuff. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like be immature about like certain things or be just dis- just dis- uh disruptive when it comes to important things like that. 
mm-hmm. or they can't hold your like secrets, especially because I feel like every and we I think we all agree. Sometimes, man, we just need a place where we, even in group settings. I don't know. That's when I started like opening up and start mm-hmm. like talking dialogue like, just in group settings. Like even if I feel like nothing was like detrimental, I still like open. I feel I found it best for me just to open up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just sad. Even if I feel content, or even if I feel like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just saying, like, yeah, I feel. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like just take off the mask. You know what I'm saying? We gotta put on just like you said, bro. When we go to the job, when we're doing this, when we're taking care of people, when we're trying to see how our girlfriend's doing or something like that, bro, we got a mask on. But we need somewhere where we can just like just unload, bro. Mask off. Take take off the mask. Just be, mask be yourself. Like, yeah, take off the mask, bro. Like 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 talk, you ain't just talk. Being Superman. And even if it's nothing, you feel like it's going like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because that stuff can build up over time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Even if it's like nothing crazy, just still talk about it. like you know. See, you lost a family member, but that family member that close or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like still just. Yeah. Open up, you know what I'm saying? For me, I've always found it the most helpful to find one person. You find one person, yeah. You have one person you can talk to about it. You can gauge like how y'all's interaction goes. You're able to see like if this person really does have your best interests at heart, so on and so forth. Like if you're only telling your secrets to one person, and it gets out to multiple people, you know where it came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can go in baby steps. You can talk to that one person. Then from that one person, you might find out who they feel is wise counsel for them you might be able to talk to that person so on and so forth and it just trickles out to you have a circle of people that you feel comfortable communicating with about vulnerable topics or if you just have this one person and that's your rock every time you got some issues going on and they don't it don't really take anything away from them or you know hurt them in any type of way you can continue just talking to that one person yeah i know for me at the end of the day I know I got my brother. Like, not everybody has that sibling or whoever the fuck. So you got to find someone else in this world who can, you know, mm-hmm. help you coexist like that. Right. And it's and it's not and and I know sometimes it ain't even always blood. But yeah, and it's not even like if you do it, bro. Um, and could we touch on it before we even talked about it? If you cry, like if you cry, if you're sharing your emotions, you know what I'm saying? Like that don't make you weak, bro. I really feel like that makes you strong. I feel like anybody that's going through an uncomfortable spot but say, you know what, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to persevere. Right. Like, it's uncomfortable for me to cry in front of this guy or talk about emotions. If I got to take a break, if, I got, if I'm getting emotional, nah, bro, I feel like you are strong, like, righteous. Like, you're in an uncomfortable spot. Like, like get, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? In every facet of life, we typically found that the fools are the ones who say nothing or wait until things are too late and then they say something like, because in school, they'll tell you, if you don't understand something, what's the first say thing you're supposed now. to do? Yeah. Ask a question. Say it now. Like, ask yeah. while we're on this topic. Because right. down the line, you might end up stumbling across. Like, you might end up having to use that skill with something else. And then since you didn't understand that, now you're going to be even further lost than you had to be because you didn't ask the first time. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it's a topic that, you know, if it's something that's bothering you today and you don't open up to somebody about it today and you just like, yeah. eh. I think I can sit on it and I'll be straight. Yeah. You sit on it and you think you're going to be straight right now. Suppose the shit come back up however the far down the line it's a little bit worse because you already compartmentalized it. You ain't doing shit but hurting yourself and probably hurting whoever the fuck else around you. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about it to somebody. Mm. But, yeah. 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 I agree with that. Uh, it's always better. Like my dad, like my dad and mom used to always tell me closed mouths don't get fed. So 
know, open your mouth. That's the name of the pod. No, open your mouth. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> nah, you do your thing. <laughs> I, know. Just, I had another idea what name the pod finna be, but I don't want the switchblade. You know what it's finna be, though. Like I said, I don't want the switchblade. Shout out to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> See, you niggas love getting disrespectful. No, no. I, like home. he said it, I thought it was just related. This and I thought it'd be funny. You. No, this one I'm telling you. Hey, I, I'm cool. Let's do it. I understand. <laughs> I, 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 there was no disrespect at all. Thank you. Thank you. But if you, feel like, needed, hey, <laughs> hey, if but, you feel like it's needed, if you feel like it's needed. Hey, hey, let's do it. Uh, but, uh, honestly, Brother, let's I'll talk. play with that motherfucker now. I'm, t- I, I'm with you. And, hey, hey, hey. I'll play either. I, I'm I with you. I hey. love it. If you like it, I love it. So If you need to spend a block. Love it? <laughs> 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 hey, because this nigga said, you like it, I love it. Nah, nigga, why? Oh, why you love it? I would say I'm going to spend a block for you. I'll spend a block for you, bro. It would. It would. It would. But like, oh, oh, on a serious note, though, like, like I said, though, for real, I, like, I ain't see the video, but I have seen snippets of their podcast that they yeah. do, and I, I respect it, bro. We need to do more shit like that, bro. Like, facts, I, I, I should, facts. like, you know, crazy, bro. Like, Commend like, no, I'm, I love my nigga Zach, bro. Cause yeah. like, in YouTube, like, in all y'all, bro. So, Cause like, Zach, we were real like to hit each other up, bro. Be like, you okay? Like, we yeah. we legit do that shit, bro. Like, I just call him like, nah, bro, I'm just checking up on you, bro. Yeah. And you need to do shit like I that, bro. I appreciate shit like that, because I'm the type of nigga, I definitely get lost in whatever my daily life processes are. Right. I just told y'all how hectic my day was. Being around that shit all the time. Yes, bro. It be hard for me it, to, like, just, you know, reach out to somebody and be like, man, let me tell you about this shit that happened today, man. Yeah. yeah. I ain't even trying to talk about that shit most of the time, but since y'all are here. Yeah, facts. You know, and then- and- I'm down with listening, bro. And then it's like, I appreciate y'all because it's like, for me, being in my professional school, you feel me? It's only two black males in my class. Yeah. So, and then we we have, at said school, we have no black faculty there. Yeah. Like, none existing. So yeah. it's just like, I have nobody to talk to, you know? And they, and they try to pair me up with a mentor, you know? But I'm like, you know, like, well, we can't relate to each other, you feel me? So I can only talk to you about so much, like, I want to open up to you, but I really back, can't open up to you. And that go back to my previous point. Like, if some people you just wouldn't feel comfortable opening up to just because things are too different on the surface level. Yeah. And she and, and I know she got all the best intentions, but it's like you can never relate to each other because mm-hmm. your struggle ain't my struggle. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And mm-hmm. it's like I I go to Zach and book before I go to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't tell you shit about whatever school you in. Yada yada yada. I can't tell you how to overcome none of the muscles, but I can just. It's and say what's up, yeah. But as as a black man, though, I could tell you like, oh, this is how I'm feeling, and it's like, you know what, I can relate to that a little bit, cause I mean, we all went to a pre predominantly white school, you know, in undergrad. You mm-hmm. feel me? So it's like we, at some point in time, we all been in that situation where we was the only blacks, like for real, for real, in that classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's relatable a little bit. That's but that goes back to like the same topic of like I feel like black people do a lot of hurtful rhetoric to each other. Right. So speaking of how we were talking about uh, them posting the video and then people having think pieces about it and saying, yeah. y'all don't have these spaces because y'all don't create them for yourselves. This right. is literally your fault. Right. That's just like me saying, and all this bad shit be happening at a PWI. 
that's your fault for going to a PWI. You should have went to an HBCU. Yeah, no, that was the argument. That'd be the same. That'd be the same shit. That's a different. That's argument all four years, bro. Right, but like, that's not even the nothing. By the way, yeah, help nothing. Like I'm in those arguments don't help nothing, y'all. They don't. I'm in these spaces to try to provide better opportunities for the people in this area and people. Maybe this space was what was most beneficial to me. What's closest HBCU to Mobile, book? Uh, are we counting Bishop? No. (laughs) For you, right? No, Alabama State. Alabama State, right? ASU. Hey, I think it's ASU. Yeah, it's either Alabama ASU State. or Tuskegee. How far is Tuskegee? No, it's Mobile. Alabama State. Alabama State, it's yeah. Definitely Alabama State. State. So I mean, State. State. What, that's three hours. Fam, you in Pensacola? Fam, you three hours away from Pensacola. <laughs> yeah. Alabama State, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Alabama State. And then I know Alabama State is some... Alabama State didn't have my major. Yeah. You so. have those types of issues. You might have issues where... Shout out to Alabama State, though. But most For HBCUs sure. are private. So it's like, they cost a lot of money. They cost only- a lot of money. And sometimes the funding and the actual living experience might not be the best. And right. I'm not bashing the HBCUs because no, I know truth. you just got to go, like, you don't get the same type of funding that these white institutions get. But for me to have to go somewhere and be comfortable for my own mental health, I might need this lap of luxury or this, you know, dorm room that don't have as many issues. Because right. I haven't heard too many horror stories about HBCUs not having cold, not having hot water. Or some Man. lights going out, shit like that. On that note, bro, this is one HBCU in Atlanta, bro. They people went, couldn't even get in the dorms. They sleeping in their car for the like semester. So it's just like you hear stuff like that, and you be like, Dang, yeah, it's y'all. a deterrent. Our like, said school, the the financial aid office still in their financial money. You know, it's right. like, like why it's, you want to deal with that? It's shit, <laughs> it's shit happening everywhere. It's just different struggles. I'm not gonna bash somebody at an HBCU for the shit that they had to go through. Right. Because right, at the right. end of the day, my nigga, you here to get your degree. And going about your business. Shout out to you if you are at an HBCU and you succeed. Man, shout out to all the HBCUs. Shout out to you if you're even failing and you plan on succeeding one day. Fuck it. Right. Yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out, sure. bro. For real. And if you had a PWI, I shout, know you out to your space. shout out to y'all. Shout out to you. Do your thing, bro. Like, at, at the end of the day, bro, like, I feel, I know, like, it's cool to go to HBCU, but for me, I feel like at a PWI, being a minority, a black African American, I feel like yo, your impact can be felt so much harder. Then if you was at an HBCU, because yeah, at the school that I'm at, if I would have went to HBCU for my professional school, I don't think my impact would be felt as much as if I was at this like PWI, because there from day one, instant impact. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you one of the only minorities here. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, okay, yeah, like we, we rolling with this, like we rocking with this. So you, you only want to set the trail for people coming behind you, you know, mm-hmm. to show like, oh, it's possible you can do this. Yeah, right. yeah. Personally, how I feel about it is HBCUs are great. HBCUs are amazing. Yeah. Shout out to wait, P- Howard, well, like, period. HBCU. Period. Howard, like, like, like Tuskegee. Re- yeah, like period. <laughs> like that's period. I ain't got nothing I ne- to say about y'all. Yeah, that's it. Ain't no but. No period. Like <laughs> what's what's that discussion doesn't help nobody, bro. Like it, it doesn't like at all. You know what it helps. <laughs> Funding. <laughs> How about we talk about more ways to fund HBCUs since right. y'all want to help? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had a wild idea this past week. Like, let's like, talk about that instead of trying to have arguments with people that went to PWI just because of outdoor circumstances. Also, like, man, come on, y'all. I had we got to get better, man. We got to go. We gotta I had an better, idea man. about uh, goddamn UAB recently because y'all know it's been a whole bunch of stuff coming out about yeah, them. Yeah. Shout out to the young lady from the uh, cross country team. Yeah, who, shout, shout out to the cross country team. For, for sure. Shout for out. That, that was powerful. Man. For that sure. Shout out to you. Uh, but you, yeah, go find a name book. But, um, 
you know, I've had many issues with UAB over the years, just from financial aid, shit like them niggas charged me twenty three dollars during the summertime when I wasn't even here, and twenty two dollars was for a parking ticket. I wasn't here, so I don't know how the fuck I got it. And then they charged me an extra dollar because they said we gave you too much money in your uh in in your what you call it. Yeah, Mariel. Shout out to shout out to oh well, yeah, shout out to Mariel, man, for real, for sure. I, so I get, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Shout out to Mariel. Whatever you had on your Instagram, I'm sorry if I fucked it up. No, real <laughs> talk, like that was that was powerful. Like y'all, y'all did, y'all did something for, for sure. sure. But city of Birmingham, correct me if I'm wrong, it's predominantly black, right? Yeah, yeah. Birmingham, Birmingham, yeah. yes. The city of Birmingham, predominantly black. Yes. Okay. There's no HBCU here. Right? No. Well, lost in the uh, mouse, 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 mouse. mouse. Okay. Yeah, it's HBCU. It's HBCU. It's an HBCU, but I'm talking about in terms of like the premiere. Like no, so okay, let me backtrack before we just say I'll get hectic. <laughs> hey, I'm about to say yeah. Coming back to schools that have the opportunities and the facilities, and you know the funding and all that type of stuff. Okay, the biggest college in Birmingham isn't the HBCU. It's UAB. All right, yo, okay, yeah. For me. It would make more sense if UAB was somehow like an HBCU. Like, I'm not sure if that is some shit that could happen over time. It started off racist, though. Yeah. They, you act like they ain't get rid of the, uh, they changing the name on the George Wallace. But uh, it's we still, still got, it's we still, still got more than well. It's still under. Yeah, yeah. You're right. yeah, you said it. But that's you what I'm saying. It. Like, for this, to be the, for this to be the predominant institution in Birmingham, right. and Birmingham being predominantly black, mm, why is this not I see you saying. HBCU? I see what you're saying. With all of this stuff coming out about the institution in terms of their prejudices against black people, I would like to see black people have more of a hand on things that impact the community. U- UAB just better at hiding it than like a University of Alabama or Auburn. I don't even think they good at hiding it. Like, they're not good. They're better. They, I, I said they're better, better at hiding it than Auburn and Alabama. You feel me? Like, Elaborate. Because I feel like with Alabama, Auburn, you know, like the races, man, come on, like Alabama, man, they invited Donald Trump to a yeah. football game. They yeah. went crazy, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, and then for the Senate race, the coach who never had a career in politics at Auburn, they went crazy for him, bro. Yeah. Like, cause they were just like, we don't want the Jones in the office because we know he's pro black, for real, for real. You know, yeah. like, let's just call it what it is, man. Like, man was a civil rights activist. It ain't, it ain't even gotta be pro black. It's just, he wants to help the black people. people. It's just pro for the people. Most of the times, the shit that help black people gonna help everybody. Exactly, but they don't see it that way, you know. And right. like I said, I just feel like UAB is better at hiding it because let's just be real: UAB is a very more diverse school than an Auburn in Alabama. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be real about and it, especially if you hang your head talking about UAB, if you're hanging your head on diversity, just not listening to the people that will be included in the diversity piece. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Mm, right. It's kind of like a, uh, yeah. yeah, tone deaf. Yeah. Very tone deaf. I ain't going to cap. I feel like this goddamn pod been going on. Kenny, Kenny, what time we at? What, like two hours? How oh, about, about to say, say God? <laughs> I was like, we go. Okay. Okay. I about to say. I like yo. We go crazy. <laughs> we going crazy. Right here. <laughs> nah, shit up. nah, man. But um, uh, thank any y'all. Closing remarks. Uh-huh. Um, any other topics of conversation? 
Uh, I just had closing remarks. Okay. Closing remarks. Shoot. Okay. People, if you listen to this right now, man, make sure to have someone in your circle that you can talk to, that you can open up with. Yeah. Find you a safe space. I don't care if it's a closet. Find a safe space. When I say closet, I mean, yeah, because I, when I say closet, I mean like it was just yeah. a small space. Yeah, man, uh, for sure, bro. Like, just make sure you have somebody you can talk to, man, because it's never good to hold that stuff in, man. Like, open your mouth. Pause. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're mature, I promise. But no, real talk, but, re- but real talk, yeah, though, like, huh? When? I never said I was responsible, bro. Hey, I got you. Hey, but no, real talk, like, yeah, if you got a group, let it even. Group setting, one on one. Make sure you have someone in your circle. You know, if you don't, it's not too late. You know what I'm saying? Even if you know me, hit me up. Like, for real. Like, if you know me, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? My door is always open. Yeah. So, follow me, the winner 55. X underscore exactly. Said King 11. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Follow us, man. Uh, Follow views from the one. Um, if y'all want any, any topics y'all want us to bring up or talk about, man, hit up hit up the page, hit up views from the one. Um, DM us if you want to hop on the show. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? Said thank you for DM your us time. On the views from the one page though. Yeah. I'm personal, please. Appreciate that, bro. I appreciate y'all having me on the show, man. I've been looking to get on this for a minute, man. Yeah, I, man. I really do enjoy this podcast, man. man. I, I love I My love nigga the came to me with intimidation. Why the fuck I ain't even on the pod? Yet? Yeah, man. That's crazy. You know, I had to know, bro. You my I, brother, man. That's I was crazy. like. Oh, you want to be on the pod? Yeah, yeah, nigga. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Text me. He said, "Say I want to be on the pod." I said, "Man, pull up." Yeah, say, man. pull up for real. So, don't ever yeah, be man. nothing. I, I appreciate y'all though, man. Real, real talk. Thank for y'all sure. for listening to us. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Stay safe. Uh, stay healthy. COVID, COVID still out there. Stay healthy. Continue to be safe. Uh, do your due diligence. Even in terms of just health, of being aware of the weather, because that shit been taking me out lately. Because it was snowing two weeks ago and it was seventy degrees two days ago. Y'all, y'all, y'all take your license. I about to say, man, the words of uh, Marshawn Lynch, man, uh, watch your pockets, uh, protect your chicken. He said, yeah. Like that. Make sure your chicken straight. Okay, y'all about to say, take your chicken straight. Stay, make sure your mental straight. Yes, sir. Um, your chicken straight. I know I'm going to get got, but I'm going to get mine before I get got. Yeah. Sir. Facts, 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 facts. Thank y'all for listening. Shout out to Real Rebel Apparel. We love Bye y'all. Hey, Black Street, Girl Official. We More love y'all. Inspired. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. We out. Peace. Peace.